Hey guys, turkey season is in full swing right now, and if you are planning on getting after it, make sure to pick up some Meat Eater Phelps turkey calls to stuff into the old turkey vest or into your fanny pack right now. I carry a few different things. I like to use mouth calls, and I like to use pot calls. Mouth calls or diaphragms, I like them because it gives you hand-free calling, meaning when you're working a bird up close, you can have your gun on your knee, finger on the trigger, ready to roll, and still be making turkey sounds. I like pot calls. I just like pot calls. I enjoy calling with a pot call. Whatever direction you go, including a box call, which I don't personally use too much, but they're fun and great, and I started out with them. Yanni, on the other hand, one of my main turkey hunting buddies, he loves box calls. And what's funny is I'll now and then look to him and give him the look that means get out your box call and find us a turkey. So it's not that I don't like him. I just have Yanni use his. Then I don't have to carry it. Go to Phelps Game Calls. Get calls that are made in the USA and get calls that'll get them close. Find yours at phelpsgamecalls.com today. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Giannis Patelis, Brody Henderson, Seth Morris, Sean Weaver, Alyssa Smith, Rick Hutton, and Max Barda. If you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eaters for Verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking, and there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. But there's a twist for this week's episode of Trivia. This is episode one of the 2022 Meat Eater Trivia Tournament. There will be three episodes total, and by the end of the last one, we'll have crowned a champion of Meat Eater Trivia for 2022. How you guys feel about that? Real good. It's pretty exciting. You, you, you all but, think you got a shot? Nope. I sure don't. I'm the, I, I want to know underdog what here. happens if you win this playoff. But overall, someone has more wins than you in the regular season. That's okay. That's that's how competitive sports work. It's not always the best team that wins. It's like the best team for the last five games of the year or the last five mm. series of the year or whatever. So, But can, a team that has like two wins in the regular season in the NFL doesn't even make the playoffs. Well, this this is to get into the I'm final saying, episode. You're not taking previous performance into consideration. Now, now hold that thought. Brody. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that here very soon. So here's how this is going to work. Hold this, on. First, you're not going to touch on your cutoff sweatshirt <laughs> yeah, at all? Yeah, I was, I was already going to ask And tell people about this? Yeah, I got a cutoff sweatshirt. I've made a couple of them this last year. I think this is like the perfect garment for Montana. You don't have the sleeves. You can like still throw up a hood. Um, this was inspired by New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick, who's been rocking oh. one for like a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks... Terrible, but I love it. I think everyone should have one. Do you that find lives... that your forearms often get overheated? Uh usually it's my armpits. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> well, like kind of well, kind of well. clunky. It's I find that I'm often rolling my sleeves up on a mm. sweatshirt, so I cut the sleeves off well, of this sweatshirt. Spencer's getting getting a new tattoo like once a yeah. week. So I was just gonna say he has tattoos to show off. This was a pre-tattoo move, Spencer. I think you should clarify though. 
for listeners, it's uh-huh. not like a cutoff, like the entire sleeve is cut oh, off. I, like, I have some of those too. Those are, those oh, are, you do. Okay. Yeah, that's this is like just a really your half nice, sleeve. Uh, yeah, this, okay. this is like a t-shirt with a hood that's made out of sweatshirt material. Highly recommended. Do you have any where like the bottom hem is cut off a little bit? No, no, no belly shirts. <laughs> <laughs> if I was rocking that Giannis Patelis bod, maybe. <laughs> the runner's bod. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not ready to just like show navel. This, this is just to show off uh, the arm tattoos. All right. I appreciate you telling everybody about that. I'm going to go try it. I have so many hoodies at home. I got no problem sacrificing You should, uh, Do you it. should talk to our merchandising department and maybe they can develop <laughs> a Then talk to First Light about a hooded vest Oh, you know what scenario. I did? Speaking of First Light, I did that with my leafy suit. Oh. Mm. Mainly because I forgot a lens cover one time and I was running my uh, 70 to 200, which is white. Uh-huh. And so I cut my sleeve off right there and slip that over my lens off one arm that one is arm. a hot but tip but i realized that i freaking love it no it's just running one arm though well no i do it to both okay yeah so here's how this is going to work this episode has seven players on it four of which will move on to the championship the next episode will have seven new players on it and just like with this show only four of them will move on to the next round by episode three we'll be down to the last eight contestants and one of those eight will be crowned the champion. Now, just like with organized sports, I thought it'd only be right to reward those players who have shown regular season dominance. So, as the top dog in Meat Eater Trivia, I'm granting Brody Henderson an automatic bid to make it to the third episode. That means Brody is already moving on, and there are three other spots that are now up for grabs for you other six players. So, Brody... So I could really screw someone... What do you mean? Well, if you're only taking four, I'm taking um, you taking plus three, three others. Uh, so Brody, well, yeah. Brody is if you automatically me, moving on. I get you. I get you. I get you. Now, Brody, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Between these other six players, uh, who do you think it will be the three that move oh. on to the championship? <laughs> Got to give us <laughs> an answer. You can be you're objective. Putting me on the spot. You're not yeah, don't hurt don't hem and haw. Giannis, <laughs> Rick, and Seth. I think are my. Oh, he knew it. Okay. He didn't even have to think about that. I'm sorry, God. Alyssa. Sorry, Max. <laughs> I think you guys should be worried about the underdog here. <laughs> Alyssa? Alyssa? You? <laughs> I, I, I went 0 for 10 last time. I don't even know why I'm here. You didn't have to remind people, Max. <laughs> well, we were just Everyone loves an underdog, Max. I know. We are just going to keep that between us, but That's uh, okay. good on you. I got being so much us. shit from that last, last episode. <laughs> I'm surprised to hear about this little buy uh, situation, because uh-huh. originally when the email came out, there were no buys. <laughs> there must have been a bunch of complaining that went on. I you saw know, two the, emails there was, that there were There was some complaining, and I thought they had merit. So I, I went with it. I like the idea of, of granting a buy to those players. Not that I think Brody needs it. Uh, I imagine he's going to be in the top four anyway. But just in case he has a fluke performance, our, uh, our, our guy with the most wins is going to be in the championship. Yeah, he needs to be there. Bill Belichick would accept the uh, mm-hmm. first round buy for sure. Yeah, the organized sports, man. Now, in a previous <laughs> game of trivia, Brody called me out for using the word funner and asked if that's really a word. Well, according to Merriam-Webster, it is. So long as you use funner or funnest as adjectives, they are acceptable. On that show, when I said this will be a funner stat to look at a year from now, it was an adjective, so therefore it was correct. So, Brody, I hope this makes you feel a bit stupider for not knowing that funner <laughs> is a word. And yes, it does stupider, make me feel dumber. Stupider yes. is a word. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, now I can say things like mule deer hunting is funner 
than whitetail hunting. Sure, that'll work. You, you that work? Yeah, you just start start throwing around. Uh, it's gonna like make people want to scratch their ears, but I, I think you should do it anyway. All right. Also on a previous game of trivia, Cal asked who the heaviest president we've had is. That honor goes to William Taft, who was 340 pounds. He's followed by Grover Cleveland at 260 and Donald Trump at 239. At the other end of the spectrum is James Madison, our lightest president ever. He stood 5 feet 4 inches tall and weighed in at just over 100 pounds, which means it would take about 3.1 James Madisons to equal one William Taft. And with that, we are on to Meat Eater Trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? Just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers! Round one. Question one. The topic is fishing. This first great question comes to us via Kale Patterson. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. And as always, this first question will be multiple choice. What was the most stocked fish by Federal Hatcheries in 2021? Was it Channel Catfish, Chinook Salmon, American Shad, or Bluegill? Again, what was the most stocked fish by Federal Hatcheries in 2021? Your choices are Channel Catfish, Chinook Salmon, American Shad, or Bluegill. Does everybody have an answer? Good over there, Seth. Oh, lots of erasing. Ooh, you should never change your answer, man. Stick with your gut. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying American Shad, Rick saying Chinook Salmon, Brody saying Chinook Salmon, Alyssa saying Chinook Salmon, Max saying American Shad, Seth saying Chinook Salmon, and Giannis saying Chinook Salmon. The room did very well. The answer is Chinook Salmon. Uh 0 for 11. (laughs) (laughs) Chinook salmon were overwhelmingly the most stocked fish in 2021. Hatcheries released over 37 million of them, which is followed by walleye at 27 million, American shad at 9 million, and rainbow trout at 8 million. I think that federal was a little hint you gave there. It's definitely a hint because federal hatcheries uh, sort of have an emphasis on like threatened, endangered, vulnerable Mm. species, while state agencies... I uh, usually focus more on game fish. So that's sure. that's definitely a notable part of the question. We're at question two. The topic is conservation. What is the only ferret that's native to North America? Again, what is the only ferret that's native to North America? There's some confident writing going on in the room. Oh, by most I, of the I believe that the answer is going to make for some fun. You think so? Are you feeling me? You know what I'm talking about? Maybe. We'll see. Oh, Does everybody mm-hmm. have an answer? Right. If Steve was here, you'd go... His is a little higher pitched. I can only think of weasels right now. You have an answer, Max? Just ferret. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying the black-footed, Rick saying black-footed, Brody saying black-footed, Alyssa saying the white ferret. Max without an answer. Yeah. Seth and Giannis <laughs> saying the black-footed. They got it. The answer is the black-footed ferret. 
Their population used to range from Canada to Mexico, but now they're only found in about a half dozen states. They're considered to be one of the most endangered mammals on the continent, with only about 300 left in the wild. Do you know how they found found them? I feel like Steve's talked about this before. Wasn't there one like some, in some ranchers dog brought one home? Yeah, in Matitsi, um, <laughs> oh, Wyoming. That's right. Question no, three. I was. I thought it was going to be fun because of the whether or not we had to use the uh, hyphen. No, which spelling was, doesn't which, matter unless which, I say it does. Which recently was a topic on a meat eater podcast. That's right. Because uh, Steve's mad that Pat Durkin thinks that you should still use the hyphen when you say white-tailed <laughs> deer. That brings up that post that you had the other day where Pat Durkin <laughs> called Steve an ignorant slut. <laughs> really but, enjoyed that. But you didn't explain what that <laughs> what the context around it was in your post. You mean like what Dirk is referencing or yeah. why he called Steve an ignorant slut? Uh, aren't they one of the same thing? Well, like the conversation was around the white-tailed deer topic, but Dirk was, of course, what I thought, quoting The Office, but it turns out that reference is even older and goes back to SNL. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, was I, a, it was a character I, that Dan Dan Aykroyd played on, on SNL. Um, but what's the context for that? Who is he calling? He was, he was, like, he was like, like a correspondent for the weekend update desk, <laughs> and they would be having conversation and be like, "That's nice, Jan. You ignorant. They're like, you're wrong, right? I, I don't remember, yeah. but like it was a it was his catchphrase, and that's what Michael Scott got from the office. You know, yeah. Durkin, I think would be a a formidable opponent. Ooh, in yeah. trivia. Mm-hmm. That guy, that guy knows a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to have him out. I'd love next year. That's right. Will you make that happen? We can we can definitely make that happen. But my familiarity again was uh, Michael calling Dwight an ignorant slut. But I, I had no idea their reference was even older. And Dirk being even a layer deeper than that, mm-hmm. uh, I can really appreciate someone who's around age seventy calling Steve an ignorant slut. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but Pat wouldn't actually just fly off the hook and call anybody ever that. So it was great that he it was referencing. Something. That's right. Question three: The topic is foraging. Wild rice is the official grain of what Glacial Lake State? Wild rice is the official grain of what Glacial Lake State? A lot of thinking going on here. Really? Seemed as though nobody knew it right off the bat. I just wasn't sure on the abbreviation. (laughs) So I just want to make sure I'm going to spell it out. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying Minnesota. Rick saying Minnesota. Brody saying Minnesota. Alyssa saying California, a long way from the Great Lakes. Max saying Minnesota. Seth saying Minnesota. And Giannis saying Minnesota. You didn't say Great Lakes. You said Glacial Lakes. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Glacial Lakes. I meant Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. You all got it anyway. It is Minnesota. (laughs) Oh, wait. No. (laughs) I was thinking... Rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat. Hey, there's a lot of rice. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rice grown in California. Yeah, there is. There is. Well, that's that for bad sure. an answer at all. There is also wild rice in California. I'm sorry, Alyssa. I, I should not have shamed you for your answer. <laughs> I did not say Great Lakes like I meant to. I said Glacial Lakes. Michigan has been attempting to pass a bill since 2018 that would also make wild rice their official state grain, but it hasn't happened yet. If you want to learn how to cook with wild rice, go to TheMeatEater.com and check out Danielle Pruitt's recipe for turkey and wild rice soup or Justin Townsend's recipe for duck and wild rice casserole. 
Next time, can you tell us what that what benefit it does, either the grain or the state, when they have yeah, an, so an official grain? In Michigan, for example, why they have been trying to do this for four years now, uh, it would benefit the tribes in a way that when you have something listed as an official grain, it makes others respect it to where they could manage the resource better then. There's more awareness around it, so that's why they're trying to do it there. Um, they recognize that they don't even know if it should be listed as like endangered, vulnerable, if it's a like a species of least concern. So in Michigan specifically, they're trying to get it established as the official grain, and then they think that'll open up the door to do other things. Question four, the topic is Deer Camp. This is our listener question of the week, which was won by Christy Holmes. For sending in this great question, Christy is going to get a set of Meat Eater coasters that were signed by everyone in the room. If you want a chance to win our listener question of the week, then send your question to trivia at themeateater.com. Only two women have appeared solo on the cover of Field and Stream magazine. Name one of them. Only two women have appeared solo on the cover of Field and Stream magazine. Name one of those women. Is Christy from Maine? Mm. Yeah, I think she. I think I follow her. Is on this Instagram. Christy from it, Maine? She is from Maine because I had to ask her for her address to send her this prize, and it was a. She was a Mainerd. Yeah. I'm going. Oh man, oh. I'm torn between two. Really bad. Thank you, Christy, for uh, for sending in this great question. Again, looking for one of the two women that have appeared solo on the cover. A field and stream magazine. Yeah. Oh, decisions. decisions. Oh, man. This is hard. Yeah, this is a good question. That's why it's our listener question of the week. Does everybody have an answer? Not yet. I want some more time to think about my answer. You already wrote one down. You're just thinking if that's the one you want to go with? Yep. Ah, I'll, I'll go with it. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying Eva Shockey. That's Rick saying I... Kelly Glenn. Brody saying Joan Wolf. <laughs> Joan Wolf. <laughs> Alyssa saying Alyssa Smith. <laughs> we should make that happen. Love Max it. saying Eva Shockey. Seth saying Annie Oakley. Giannis saying Eva Shockey. The correct answers are Queen Elizabeth and Eva Shockey. Oh, nice. Oh, man. I'm heating, up, well. yes. heating up two for two. <laughs> Spencer, you probably don't even know who Joan Wolf is. I don't. That's what? why I had to ask you who, Queen who that is. Elizabeth. Yeah, I would like context. Queen Elizabeth appeared on the cover with her hunting dogs in 1976, and Eva Shockey was on the cover with her bow in 2014. Many other women have been on the cover of the magazine, but were always there with men, which makes the Queen Elizabeth and Eva Shockey covers unique. And I could have—I almost didn't didn't put Eva because I could have seen that it would have been her and her dad on the cover for Mm. sure. Solo though. Brody, are you gonna explain yeah, who Brody, uh, Joan you, Wolf she's is? She's a pioneer of American fly fishing. Hmm. Very cool. Well, was, is it a wolf good fly? Of, like, like how, I think that was named after her either her husband. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. you wasn't spelled her father. It, yeah. You spelled it the same as mm-hmm. that spelled. Okay. Yes. We're on to question five. We will get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. The topic is biology. This animal, whose nickname is the walking pine cone was once thought to be the source of COVID-19. Again, the topic is biology. This animal, whose nickname is the walking pine cone, was once thought to be the source of COVID-19. Yeah, I've never heard of this before. It's an animal too? It's an animal. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to imagine COVID-19 coming from a pine cone. Hey, you never know. (laughs) 
We had some quick answers in the room, and we also have some non-answers in the room. Seems like a portion of our players knew this right off the bat. You got mm-hmm. all three of you think you know it. Mm-hmm. Sean, Rick, Brody. Eh, yeah, I, I think Brody, so. did you write one down already? Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I like how the back of your board says, suck it, Brody. I know. <laughs> there's a couple yeah, of them, too. Yeah, there's a couple. I was going to say, Brody is quite <laughs> a fan club around here. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Makes me feel loved. Sure. <laughs> Max is scribbling. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying pangolin. Rick saying armadillo. Brody saying pangolin. Alyssa saying armadillo. Max saying badger. Seth saying bat. And Giannis saying rat. The correct answer is pangolin. So we had a few people get it. Early in the pandemic, some researchers thought that black market pangolins sold in Wuhan were the source of COVID. But a study that looked at human and pangolin genomes later exonerated them as the culprit. Pangolins were a natural suspect because there are nearly 200,000 of them sold on the black market each year. And they do carry other types of coronavirus. Can you just kind of describe a pangolin? They look like an armadillo. Yeah, it's like an armadillo. I think there's eight kinds in the world. Um, They're like very scaly. It almost looks like, uh, Giannis, if I said it looks like a Pokemon, would you know what that means? I would think Pikachu. You know, it it looks a lot like a walking Isn't there like eight million different kinds of Pokemons? (laughs) Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like if I had to think of an animal that looks like it was created for anime... Pangolin would be mm, one of them. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good way to say it. Phil, uh, agree or disagree with me on the pangolin looking like a Pokemon, and then give us a scoreboard update. Now, why did you choose Phil? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, Spencer. I can tell you a lot about Pokemon and nothing about a pangolin. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, in, uh, with one point, we have Alyssa Smith. Uh, then coming up next with two points is Max. Woo! And then with three points apiece, we have Seth and Rick. And all tied for first place, we have Sean, Giannis, and Brody with four points. Ooh, this is tight. It's a good game. To see who is going to move on to the trivia championship. Hey, man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So, when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out, there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey guys, turkey season is in full swing right now, and if you are planning on getting after it, make sure to pick up some Meat Eater Phelps turkey calls to stuff into the old turkey vest or into your fanny pack right now. I carry a few different things. I like to use mouth calls. And I like to use pot calls. 
Mouth calls or diaphragms, I like them because it gives you hand-free calling, meaning when you're working a bird up close, you can have your gun on your knee, finger on the trigger, ready to roll, and still be making turkey sounds. I like pot calls because I just like pot calls. I enjoy calling with a pot call. Whatever direction you go, including a box call, which I don't personally use too much, but they're fun and great, and I started out with them. Yanni, on the other hand, one of my main turkey hunting buddies, he loves box calls. And what's funny is I'll now and then look to him and give him the look that means get out your box call and find us a turkey. So it's not that I don't like him. I just have Yanni use his. Then I don't have to carry it. Go to Phelps Game Calls. Get calls that are made in the USA and get calls that'll get them close. Find yours at phelpsgamecalls.com today. Question six, the topic is states. This next great question comes to us via Dylan Irvin. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Now, this is a visual question. If you want to see what the room is seeing, then go to Instagram and check out at Spencer Newarth. I will make it my most recent post. I am showing the room a picture of a license plate with the state's name photoshopped out. You need to tell me what state this belongs to. Now, here's why this is relevant. The license plate says Sportsman's Paradise on it. Oh, Rick didn't need any time at all to see that. Neither did Brody. It's almost as though there are many sportsmen's the paradises out there. Kremlin, Colorado, remember that one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and are you laughing because it's not a sportsman's paradise? No, it is. It's just a rinky dink little town, mm. though. But that's what it's called. Hmm. Giannis, describe what you're seeing on that license plate. It's uh, looks like a. I'd go more of a sunrise. Background, like slightly pink on the uh, bottom, and then uh, kind of fades into a yellow. And then there's a, um, is that a pelican? Looks like a pelican. Looks like a pelican. Standing on, this should give everybody a clue, standing on a piling. And it has the word sportsman's paradise under it. I'm feeling pretty confident. Oh, I'm torn between the The piling thing just screwed me up. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn between. Does anyone two else well. want to look at what the I license know one plate of the two is? is? Right, man. I just thought of another state that was. Like, <laughs> oh, it could be that. Does everybody have an answer? No, no. I'm writing down my initial answer at the bottom. Oh, lots of erasing from Max. No, Max. <laughs> no, I, I stuck with it. I just put the initials. Oh, okay. go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying Louisiana. Ooh. Rick saying Louisiana. My circled answer is my. I'm telling you, I wrote Brody. I was torn between two. Brody saying Louisiana. Ooh. Alyssa without an answer. Max saying Florida. Seth saying South Carolina. Ooh, and Giannis saying Florida. The correct answer. Is Louisiana. Nice. Oh, boys. Good Damn. job. Do we get half Room. a point for my second choice? Now, Max does have on his board, to his credit, second choice, Louisiana. Now, Louisiana's <laughs> nickname is the Sportsman's Paradise. Other monikers the state goes by include Fisherman's Paradise, the Bayou State, the Sugar State, the Child of the Mississippi, the Creole State, the Holland of America, and the Pelican State. Man, I was just there, too, not too long ago. If anyone had it in them to get this right, Seth... 
think it was you. I know. I didn't yeah, pay attention were, to. Yeah, you were just there. Plates. Um, spend a majority of my time on the ocean, though. <laughs> you don't see plates. Got out vehicles there. there. You just saw a whole <laughs> bunch of pelicans. <laughs> yeah, on pylons. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Question seven. The topic is cooking. This widely distributed reptile is said to have seven distinct types of meat. What is it? Wait, say that again. This widely distributed now, reptile if Steve were is here, said to he have would already, seven distinct types of meat. He'd already be saying something. <laughs> you don't say. Because... <sighs> All right. This widely distributed reptile is said argue. to have seven distinct types of meat. What is it, I'm going to argue in Steve's... Uh, if the this guy, goes a certain way, I'm not arguing. Does that have to be us? How specific do we have to be? You be. You need to be. That's specific. what I'm getting at, Seth. If you just said like deer, I would not accept deer. There we <laughs> if go. The answer okay. is white-tailed now deer. Now I won't argue. You would need to write down white-tailed deer. One more time. This you widely clear that distributed in the reptile question. is said to have seven distinct types of meat. What is it? Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying snapping turtle. Rick saying common iguana. Brody saying snapping turtle. Alyssa saying alligator. Max saying snapping turtle. Seth saying snapping turtle. And Giannis saying snapping turtle. They got it. The answer is snapping turtle. Heck yeah. Uh, I'm very glad you specified you needed to have a specific. Yeah, because I had had turtle. Mm. (laughs) Me too. The seven types of meat snapping turtles supposedly have are beef, Chicken, fish, goat, pork, shrimp, and veal. If you want to buy it online, the boneless meat costs about $40 per pound. And if you want to learn how to clean one yourself, then turn to page 256 in the Meat Eater Fishing Game Cookbook. That's one of the things I miss most uh, about living in Montana versus coming from uh, Illinois or South Dakota. All the reptiles and amphibians. Totally. Like You just don't see snapping turtles crossing the road here. I don't live in Eastern Montana. Nothing like glacial lakes of South Dakota, though. You were just there at some wacky museum. (laughs) (laughs) Those are Brody's words calling it wacky, not mine. You don't think that museum you were at is slightly strange? Yes, I would agree with that. It is slightly strange. (laughs) We're at question eight. We will get a scoreboard update from (laughs) Phil after this. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Howard Whiteman. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, send it to trivia at themeateater.com. What organization is in charge of the annual Christmas bird count? Again, what organization is in charge of the annual Christmas bird count? Brody knew it right away. Maybe. I don't know how to spell it. As what usual. organization is in charge of the <laughs> annual <laughs> <Exactly>. Christmas <laughs> bird count? Does everybody have an answer? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying Audubon, Rick saying Ducks Unlimited, Brody saying Audubon, Alyssa saying Audubon, Max saying U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Seth saying the Audubon Society, and Giannis saying the National Audubon Society. The correct answer is the National Audubon Society. Mm. Spencer, you had me with organization. Phil, I'm on the edge of my seat. What's going on? Now, uh, this used to be referred to as... That's right, Brody. 
<laughs> you are the most anxious one in the room, and we already know that he's moving on to the championship. <laughs> I really yeah, appreciate it. I want to know what's going on with you everyone know, else. Some people think that like the competitiveness between folks like you and Steve is like a bit, but it's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> now, this used to be referred to as the Christmas side hunt, where hunters would go afield Christmas Day to see who could kill the most birds. But it was changed to a birding survey event in 1900, which meant that guns were no longer welcome. If you want to participate in the Christmas bird count in 2022, which I plan to because there's one in Bozeman, then go to Audubon.org for more information. Phil, give Brody a scoreboard update. With five points, we have Seth Morris, Flip-Flop Flesher. With six points, we have Giannis Butelis, the Latvian Eagle, and tied for first place with seven points are Brody Henderson, who we know is already moving on, and Sean Weaver. Wow. Having a week. Question nine. The topic is hunting. What biblical figure was the great-grandson of Noah and described as a mighty hunter before the Lord? Mm. What biblical figure was the great-grandson of Noah and described as, this is a quote, a mighty hunter before the Lord? This pagan group did not know it right off the bat. <laughs> oh, man, I was out hunting. No, I was going born and raised Catholic. <laughs> you should go visit that wacky museum, bro. You might learn a thing or two. I know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, speaking of Noah. <laughs> Oof. This is bad that I don't know this. Uh, yeah. Again, what biblical figure was the great-grandson of Noah and described as, quote, a mighty hunter before the Lord? Can you say it one more time? <laughs> what biblical figure was described as the great grandson of Noah and quote a mighty hunter before the Lord? Did I give it to you that time? No. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean oh, saying Solomon, it. Rick saying Rick Samson, Brody saying it, John, Alyssa without an answer, Max saying Lion, <laughs> Seth saying Saint Hubert. And Giannis saying Josiah, nobody got it. Oh, the oh, answer wow. is Nimrod. Oh, oh that's where the old so Nimrod Rick term had comes from. Oh man, Sean, you so had me all excited. Rick had it. Damn it! The usage so. of Nimrod as an insult was actually popularized by the Looney Tunes. Bugs Bunny often sarcastically referred to Elmer Fudd as a Nimrod, and Daffy Duck also called him My Little Nimrod in a 1948 cartoon. For more on Nimrod and hunting in the Bible, listen to episode 119 of the Meat Eater podcast with religious scholar Bracey Hill. Wasn't uh, St. Hubert the patient saint of hunters? He, he was, right. yes, he was. He but, uh, uh, inspired the Jägermeister logo mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. St. Hubert saw a, I think it was a white stag walking through the forest with a glowing cross hanging from its antlers. Maybe you'll see that one in elk season, Giannis. <laughs> Question 10. The topic is fishing. What reservoir is formed by Hoover Dam? Again, what reservoir is formed by Hoover Dam? Brody, did you know uh, this? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, uh, this game is shaping up for overtime, which we haven't had in a minute. Again, what reservoir is formed by Hoover Dam? Does everybody have an answer? I don't feel good about it. Giannis? Oh, he's erasing. You good? Yeah. 
Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Sean saying Lake Powell, Rick saying Lake Powell, Brody saying Lake Mead, Alyssa saying Lake Mead, Max saying Hoover Lake, Seth saying Lake Powell, and Giannis saying Lake Powell. The correct answer is Lake Mead. Oh! Making Brody Henderson our unlikely winner. Now the whole room had shifted to Lake Powell when the answers were revealed, but Brody had it right. I th- what's it, what's Powell Glen Canyon Dam? I think Glen Canyon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I swear I, it. Shit. So how many answers did Brody get right uh, to be our winner? He ended with eight points. Eight points. Uh, and how were the other three moving on? And what was their score that are going to the trivia championship? Uh, it's just a countdown. We have Sean with seven, Giannis with six, and Seth with five. Very good. <sighs> now what happens next is Brody is going to choose where our $500 donation goes. So, Brody, what's it going to be? Let's do uh, Trout Unlimited. We haven't done, like, a water fish con- conservation thing. I don't think. Have we, Spencer? No, I think you're right, Brody. We have not done that. What I like about when Brody wins is he diversifies his earnings. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to, like, TRCP right. or the... Everyone deserves a little bit, right? That's right. I like it, Brody. Well done. Now, the next episode you're going to hear, again, is going to be seven new players competing to see who gets to go to the championship for episode three. You guys have any thoughts on uh, who might make it in that round? I think we have Steve, Garrett, Corey, Corinne, um, some folks like that. Who do you think is going to come out of that round? Now, I haven't revealed this either to Steve, but he's also going to get a bye like Brody sure. did. Well, we, we got to know everyone that's playing to figure out who's yeah, going to make uh-huh. it. Yeah. Corey will make it. You think Corey will? Yeah, I Probably think so. Garrett, too. Okay. Sounds like that's the B team. I guess he had all the A, a-, a-, a- team here <laughs> to make the competition I'm with you, That's right. I'll, uh, My well, corner was the C team, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's it going to take to win that round to make it to round three out of their group? That's Probably usually... only like three or four. Oh, that's brutal. That's usually based on uh, the script that I write, uh, and I haven't written that one yet, so we'll see. To be determined. Okay. It would be interesting if you gave them the same questions you gave us today. You know, I thought about that, but it wouldn't make for a very good listen. No, no. I think it'd be hard to tune into that one True. as well. For sure. You already know the answers. That's right. Tune in next time for the next episode of Meteor Trivia. You're going to get 10 new questions, 7 new players. This is the only game show where conservation always wins. Good job, Spencer. Thanks for having me, Spencer. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, turkey season is in full swing right now, and if you are planning on getting after it, make sure to pick up some Meat Eater Phelps turkey calls to stuff into the old turkey vest or into your fanny pack right now. I carry a few different things. I like to use mouth calls, and I like to use pot calls. Mouth calls or diaphragms, I like them because it gives you hand-free calling, meaning when you're working a bird up close, you can have your gun on your knee, finger on the trigger, ready to roll, and still be making turkey sounds i like pot calls i just like pot calls i enjoy calling with a pot call whatever direction you go 
including a box call, which I don't personally use too much, but they're fun and great, and I started out with them. Yanni, on the other hand, one of my main turkey hunting buddies, he loves box calls. And what's funny is I'll now and then look to him and give him the look that means get out your box call and find us a turkey. So it's not that I don't like them. I just have Yanni use his. Then I don't have to carry it. Go to Phelps Game Calls. Get calls that are made in the USA and get calls that'll get them close. Find yours at phelpsgamecalls.com today.